is tax moves to make before 2019. I know all of y'all are ready for 2020, but before 2020 gets here, you got to be aware of the taxes. You know, I understand you have your life. You're going to eat some good food next week, and you're also going to be opening gifts next month. But there's things you got to also be aware of uh, when it, the time is coming up. And it ranged from giving gifts to um, contributing to your IRAs to planning for taxes and tax season. So there's a lot of things to help you defer your income and you could take some last minute deductions, but don't evade. Trust me. Do not evade. (laughs) No, you don't want to do that at all. No evasion, just avoidance. Uh, that's what we want to do is make sure we have the correct strategies together uh, and uh, solidify that that great plan to ensure that you're limiting how much you have to pay that tax bill come April. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about a few things uh, that you're still moves you're able to make before December 31st to limit that tax liability. So when you get that refund. You can go on that summer vacation with the family, yeah. with the wife, fiance, using the funds for marriage, getting married. You know, you got to pay for that or whatever, honeymoon, whatever it may yeah. be. Down payment. Down payment on a house. Pay down some credit card debt. New Tesla. <laughs> yeah, all those great things. All those great things. So there's still moves you can still make. It is not too late. But we got to get it going and we got to get get it going pretty quick here. So I think I'm going to cover about like the last few of them. Okay. I guess you can go ahead and take the first, the first few. All right. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Give us a moment. Getting ready. The anticipation. We're doing this intentionally. <laughs> I know you want to hear what, what moves you can make. <laughs> you want to just flip? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. So, always, always check your withholdings. We've been preaching that all month now. This is like the seventh episode that we put out dedicated towards the tax season. You want to know your withholdings. Ensure that that stuff is on there accurately. You don't want any funny business there. So always check your withholdings uh, to ensure that the right amount has been withheld from your taxes. Because uh, if it is not, that will affect what you're going to be able to receive or you may end up owing. And you do not want to owe them. I'm telling you, you don't. They're, they're not, they're there to help and to guide. But if they have to become your best friend, they are there to collect. There are penalties. There are late fees. There are interests due on tax bills if you're not making those payments on time. So check those withholdings. Make sure they're accurate. Make sure they go in line with how you filled out your W-4, whether you're single, married, filing jointly, separated, qualifying widow, house of head, house of, uh, head of household, whatever it may be. Uh, we will be um, posting a short little, I guess, recap of this attached with an article that gives you pretty good information and the withholding calculator as well to ensure that the taxes that were withheld were correct. 
Next one, you want to make your payments. And what do I mean by making your payments? So those with income not covered uh, by employer um, paycheck withholding, you want to make sure you've made those quarterly payments. That is a self-employment tax yeah. that is due every quarter. That's not something you want to avoid or anything you want to get behind on. So make those payments on time. If you're already late, please pay it all because you could be potentially use that as kind of a write-off depending on how yep. you're filing, what businesses that you have. So make sure you make that lump sum payment if you're able to or put together a plan and whatever you are able to pay, apply that towards your 1040. Next, we got assessing itemized deductions. We did a nice uh, uh, earlier previous episode as far as uh, standard deductions, what they are, how to uh, beat that standard deduction. So make sure you're assessing if you're able to itemize based on all that you've spent so far this year, what you contributed to as far as charitable donations, uh, you got the state and local taxes through um, through SALT, the mortgage interest uh, that you've paid out through, throughout the year, any charitable donations as well. Just make sure that you uh, assess that, see if you qualify for it or, if there, or what you're short on to give a, give a last-minute donation to your church uh, above and beyond the 10% that's due every time you earn any income. Does that be every week? Could be every yeah. two weeks? Could be every month? Depending on what you earn uh, is when you contribute your 10% or to any other charitable, don't, uh, any other charitable organization. Number four, you want to check the deadlines for your retirement savings contributions. When is the latest you're able to contribute? So what we have here based on this article that will be a part of this link here, uh, there are significant differences. It says savers eligible for traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs for 2019 can be open and funded up to April 15th, 2020. <laughs> So you're in 2020 and you're still able to claim for 2019 those contributions. So if you're short, you didn't reach that 19,000, I believe it's, yeah, 19,000, you're able to contribute. You have some extra money, throw it in there. It's tax deferred, to, uh, tax deferred, which is tax avoidance. That is a good thing and limits your uh, taxable income as well. So you have until April 15, 2020 to do so in any of those IRAs, Roth IRAs, SCP IRAs are included as well. So you have until that time. So ensure that you do that. Those are, that's another move you're able to make uh, before the end of 2019. And what goes with the contribution is when you have to withdraw from those uh, many years of contributing towards your, your retirement savings plan. So you make sure you take out the, uh, take out what is required, what is required from that, because you will be, uh, you can potentially get taxed on keeping that money in there at 50% of what you should have taken out. Yeah. So you want to make sure you're making those, um, making those necessary withdrawals out of those accounts and you're actually hitting what it is they see that you should take out, not what you feel you need to help you get along the way because you want it to last longer. No, take out what you're required to take out 
I didn't say you had to spend it. it. Just says you have to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to do. You can end up putting it somewhere else, like a savings account or a CD or whatever the case may be. But take out that uh, take out that money uh, for sure to avoid any additional fees um, from the IRS. And you want to, um, as I said, along with the itemizing deductions is to tra uh, strategize your charitable giving and the contribution to those IRAs. So this make sure based on where you're at, how much you should give if you're trying to beat the standard deduction uh, or anything like that, contributing to your IRA, which is pretty much geared towards focusing for tomorrow, uh, exiting the workforce, living life at in the comfort of your own home or wherever you feel like because you are not entitled to clock in or clock out anymore. And uh, I'll let you finish it out, my brother. Yeah. And like Fordell said, uh, it's always better to pay tax tomorrow than today. So it's always good to uh, keep tax avoidance in mind. And with that being said, you want to make sure that you can defer your income. There's good things to look out for, like bonuses that your employer might give you have them give it to you the next year not this year mm, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> whether you're employed or self-employed you can also defer income by taking capital gains in 2020 instead of in 2019 of mm. course that makes sense and you may want to benefit also from last minute deductions like gifting to relatives you know you want to give to them so that they can make property purchases. And if you don't want to give cash, you can also gift investments. Mm, okay. Yeah. And what you want to pay attention to also is some um, capital gains losses. Yeah. If your income is higher, you can use those losses to offset any gains that you have or even offset your income so that you can uh, plan adequately for your returns and also be aware of the uh, alternative minimum tax because if you get creative that can <laughs> also be applied to you yeah yeah yes yeah but during this time of the year it's it's a pretty good time to sell losing investments to offset any gains that you have received during the year and you also want to contribute to your retirement accounts yeah max those out and double check them for any uh, required minimum distributions that you may have uh, because you don't want that penalty like what they'll mention. Mm -mm. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't at <laughs> no, all. No, you don't. And with the retirement, you want to make sure it's growing as well. Yeah. So on a side note, away from taxes, make sure you're meeting with a financial advisor or double checking if you're doing it on your own, have someone back check and see if you've uh, allocated and distributed your funds correctly within that portfolio to make sure it's earning you money on a consistent basis. Uh, because if you rest in one too long, you could potentially end up be losing out on the value. Yeah. Because uh, of course the market is always swinging up and down. Uh, the future is a little cloudy. So you wanna make sure it is properly managed uh, so that way it is it is consistently growing at, at a decent pace. You don't want you don't want your retirement growing at 0.01% like a traditional savings account. <laughs> then you're never going to be able to uh, 
properly, I guess, distribute back to yourself and be able to live off of that when that no. time comes. So you always want to um, make sure that you have someone managing it, making sure it's growing. And in the event there's a change of employment, that you're actually rolling it over. Yes. Because in some cases, they'll just cut you a check. And then now you're going to end up getting, um, what is the form again? That they get when they uh, from the retirement 1099R. Yeah, 1099R. You end up getting the 1099R and having to apply that to your uh, to your taxes, and you will be taxed on that. So make sure you're staying on top of that, rolling it over into another investment account, so you can avoid that 10%. I believe it is. Yes. That 10% tax on the distribution to you. So just roll it on over and get back on track, contributing to your retirement. I would say there is a few more, I guess I want to talk about just a little bit yeah. before we close it out. There's a new thing that other people, that many people are loving. It got really huge until the bubble popped, but yet people are still kind of investing into it. So one thing you want to look at is the cryptocurrency and the tax compliance. Um, that's one mm-hmm. thing that you want to look at. Uh, they are cracking down on it uh, seriously more like before a lot of people got to get away with it yes do that so now they're trying now they're going to be taxing on that a lot of the preparers are going to be following uh, following suit with the irs and tax compliance so this is the time you know you want to get ready uh taking those gains uh using up the losses to offset uh using up the losses and the losses that you had to offset a lot of your gains as you mentioned earlier not only uh, I think you were more so talking about the portfolio. Yes, the portfolio and the stock market, but also cryptocurrency as well. If you're well, if you're deeply invested in it, uh, you want to make sure you're monitoring that, so that way you can use those losses to offset a lot of those gains. One thing I don't like, but a lot of people use, is the college share plans. So the five twenty nine plans, you're you're able to make. Uh, those contributions, uh, there is no federal deduction for it, but you are able to um, make those contributions to those accounts to so that way they are growing tax-free. And you'll be able to use those withdrawals, uh, use the withdrawals to pay eligible college expenses. Uh, when you withdraw it, it'll be tax-free. So the contributions, you gotta make all of those necessary by December 31st. Uh, some states, though, do allow up until April 15th when taxes are actually due. And um, that's pretty much it. The rest you can read because <laughs> I'm going to give you the link. So just read up on it. Always isn't always us regurgitating it, but you actually going and reading it for yourself. So you yeah. can have a level of understanding also. Because, again, we want anything that we say. We want you to double check it. You can always give us a comment. You can always ask questions. Um, and you can send them directly to us if you like or to the public by commenting below. Uh, but info at WilsonFinancialMGMT.com. That's Wilson. Um, info at WilsonFinancialMGMT.com. Well, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys make these moves before the year is over. Uh, so that way you can limit your tax burden come April 15th. 
All right. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you for listening, watching, and all the support. Bye-bye. All right. See you.